Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Well, go, Excellent adventure. Still no baby. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. All right. Dory Shafrir, the boy slash baby. Slash man. Slash Harry. Harry? Long haired. Long, long, long. Long legged Harry. Harry baby. Baby. (laughs) (laughs) Whose abdomen seems to have miraculously slash mysteriously become normal. Well, they're testing out a whole new ultrasound machine, so. That's true. We went to the doctor on Thursday morning. We were the first patients uh, to see the ultrasound person. And she asked if I would be okay with two of the sales reps from the new ultrasound machine. Oh, a couple of General Electric uh, <laughs> tech. I don't think they were sales reps. I think they were techs, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's just really just so sexist of you. How is I would it assume that two ladies would just be sales reps and not techs. I didn't assume that because they were ladies. Mm. 
any way. Guys, I'm just here to open Dory's eyes. Everyone can do anything. My eyes are wide open. Thank you very much. Oh, good. Never mind then. Um. Oh, no. A speaker just fell. Did it hit your toe, honey? Nope. Good. Then I don't care. Um... So I was the first one to use this newfangled machine, which the doctor Guys, was trapped. very excited I'm about. I'm trapped. I'm trapped. Oh, God. Help. Matt is in one of his Matt moods. I'm really trapped. Okay. Crisis averted. Okay. Back to the story. All right. Um, so we had an ultrasound, which is not typical at 38 weeks. I did not think I was going to have another ultrasound after 36 weeks, but because I'd had the low fluid a few weeks ago, my doctor wanted to be extra sure that everything was okay in there. So they scheduled this extra ultrasound. Um, Everything was okay in there. Baby looked perfect. No one said perfect. Yes, she did. Honey, you're hearing things. She said perfect. No. Yes. No. She said that. No. No doctor's going to say perfect about anything. This doctor said that. Mm, Okay. She said his head is normal size. And then I asked her to specially measure the abdomen because the last ultrasound doctor had said it was large. And she kind of threw a little shade at the other ultrasound doctor. I think they're ultrasound technicians. Well, it says doctor on her lab coat. Does it? It's very sexist of you to assume she's quote just a technician no one's just a technician i didn't say just a technician okay well it says doctor i'm very confused she's an md the one who saw us the other day i believe is an md oh wow maybe she's a radiologist yeah i guess that would make sense are you an md do you know what i'm talking about uh she was like well i would not have ever used the word large yeah, nor would she have said perfect. <laughs> anyway, she measured the abdomen and she said it was perfectly normal and fine. Um, she did say, which we had heard before, that he has long legs. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think he got from you. No, definitely not. Um, I mean, if he had a long torso, that's from me. Yeah, she didn't say anything about a long torso. Stubby legs, that's from me. But... Long legs, I think that's for me. Oh, yeah, you decided you have long legs. I do have long legs. Oh, yeah? Yeah. When did you get those? Honey. What? I've always had them. Oh, yeah. Why are you being like this today? Being like what? <laughs> You're being like that. I'm so looking forward to taking care of two babies. Uh-huh. I'm sleepy. <laughs> no, I don't feel good. I'm nauseous. I, I apologize, everyone. Anyway, where are we? She said he weighs seven pounds, 15 ounces. Again, these are all just estimates. Yep. You know, we're not going to know until the baby goes on a scale. Yeah. She said my fluid looked good. Um, He's in the right position. Yeah. Is there anything else of note? Uh, You're at 70%. Oh, yeah. Then the doctor, we saw my doctor. She checked my cervix, um, which she said was 70% 70 thin. And she said it was soft, but not, I'm not dilated. I don't understand what that means either, by the way. The 70%. 
I think she to said, describe something as seventy percent. We asked thin. her. She said, "When you're a hundred percent thin, then you start dilating." Oh, okay. And I'm not dilated. No, you're not. But I'm on my way to being dilated. Sure, you're heading that way. Yep. You're um, this baby's uh, really gonna take some time. He's in no rush. No, he hasn't dropped. Nope. And uh, here's how confident we are. We have dinner reservations on the 19th. I just bought concert tickets for the 25th. Why did you do that? <laughs> that was perhaps uh, foolhardy. What What are you doing? Well, it's Bikini Kill. So? I really wanted to go. And the, and the tickets sold out. And then someone posted on Facebook that they'd release more tickets. So I was like, well, I'll just buy these tickets. And if I can't go, I can't go. Oh, my God. I don't understand the world we're living in right now. <sighs> um, but, yeah, he doesn't seem to really be in a rush. Although, you know, I, I know three people who in the last month have had to go be induced because they suddenly developed high blood pressure, even though their blood pressure had been totally normal the whole time. What are you laughing about? I just love your cautionary tales you keep hearing from people. Well, like the three people I knew who were due right around my due date, like all went two to four weeks early. Well, honey, you're just you're just better at this than them. Oh, I guess you're that, just better that at the blood be pressure. It. It's your stress free life you live, you know. Oh yes, that's right. We're just everything's taken care of. You married the perfect. <laughs> what? Where are we? <laughs> Oh boy! Sorry, everyone. Me too. Um. So yeah, so you know, just keeping him cooking. Um, but I go back on Thursday for my thirty-nine week appointment, and then I go back if he doesn't come. I go back again for another ultrasound. I'm I'm going back on my due date, which is the twenty-second. Yeah. I don't understand this whole process of the baby's like, mm, mm, yeah, maybe I'm going to come out. <laughs> mm, I don't know. <laughs> we leave it up to the baby. You know what? I'm cool here. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what he's saying right now. Yeah. He just wants to come out huge is what I'm taking away from this. You haven't updated everybody on the nursery. We were still talking about the doctor. I know. But we'd moved on to the bikini kill and dinner. <laughs> um, all right. Would you like to update everyone on the nurse? No, it's not my place. What are you talking about? I you, didn't do the work. You did all the work. Oh, yeah. No one thought I would. I know you're all out there listening, going like, I honestly didn't think you'd do it. I don't think anyone thought that. Mm-hmm. You know who you are. You probably have your left blinker on right now, don't you? Anyway. Why don't you tell everyone about the nursery? What's done? I did it. He did. He it's did do it. You're welcome, everybody. It looks great. I mean, really, it just took me three days of of 16-hour work, but I did it. You sure did. But the last day was spaced out over like four days. Mm. Pictures are hung. You know, nothing particularly um, that I enjoy. 
bow. The bow's nice. There's a picture of bow in there. We can put other pictures up. No, I, look, it's not for me to say. The baby has to decide what the baby likes. I actually saw something on Etsy that I think you would like that I might get for the baby's room. Well, if I don't like it, you might as well call it regretsy. I made that up just now. Hashtag Matt Myron. I think that's an actual thing. Oh. Okay. Well, then I didn't make it up. Um, No, the nursery looks great. All the furniture Matt put together looks great. And it's ready for its... Um, Let's not forget, I painted the walls. And he painted the walls. I laid down the carpet by myself. Mm -hmm. I built the dresser. I built the crib. I I built the day bed. Yeah. I hung everything in there. You did. The only thing I didn't put in place is the tall bookcase that Dory put there. Mm-hmm. And then I did all the like... Credit where credit's due. I did all the like decor-y stuff. Like, like what? Like I got... Oh, she positioned the animals on a shelf. I positioned the animals on a shelf. <laughs> I put away all his books and his toys. She told me to build, put a couple shelves in the wall and I kind of fought her on it because I was just like, what for? What will these shelves be for? We're going to need those shelves. We'll have them when we need them. Okay. Um, I got all the bedding for the day bed. Mm-hmm. I got the bedding for the crib. Yep. That's true. So I got the curtains, which well, were honey, a whole thing. You're, you're making the baby. Mm-hmm. That's what you're doing. Yep. You don't have to like nitpick i'm not nitpicking no you are what is up with you you today? love your day bed i don't know if i want to be recording with you right why? now why i'm so sleepy <laughs> why don't you go take a nap my tum tum hurts and we'll pick this back up later but my tum tum okay why don't you take something well i should probably take my meds oh god you haven't taken your meds no let's pause the podcast uh, poop all right everybody coffee has been had Matt's back. Back on the clock. Here we are. Let's talk about whatever we were talking about earlier. (laughs) Well, I wanted to tell everyone that we met our pediatrician. Did we ever. Guys, you know the old tale. Pediatrician moves to Los Angeles because husband wants to write television. It's a tale as old as time. (laughs) And here we are. Yeah, she seemed great. I really enjoyed her as well. Yeah. You know, I got some radar, guys. He does have radar. It's pretty good. First impression, usually all I need. Second impression helps. But first impression, delightful. Yeah. I also just really like the the whole practice. Oh, my God. You know how they say practice makes perfect? Well, in the case of these pediatricians, that is an understatement. Look, they separate the sick kids from the healthy kids with a four-foot wall. No germs can penetrate it. Germs don't know to go over or around. <laughs> they have uh, it's bright, good views. I mean, the views were stunning. Stunning views. I just wanted to stay there and look out the window. <laughs> I got distracted so much by the goings-on <laughs> in the Hollywood area. Uh, they also have, um, they'll do telemedicine. Like if you, if your kid has a rash or something, you can... Tele- telepathically get it fixed. Yep, you can telepathically get it fixed. They have a, uh, they have a telepath on board. Um, you can do like a video call with them. And yeah, they're on call 24 hours a day. 
they're going to come to the hospital like the day after I give birth. I don't know. They just seem like, I just thought, I, I like their vibe. Just like I like their thing. vibe. I like their youth. I like their vibrance. I liked their position on, on um, vaccines. Yeah. Which is do it or GTFO. <laughs> yep. I mean, even though they have that four foot wall. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Yeah. So, so that was great. I just really, you know, delighted by that. Also, they're close to our house. They're reasonably close to our house. I mean, they're it's the a closest, radius. They're the closest pediatricians to our house. Oh, well, that's convenient. Yeah. Most of the pediatricians are in Beverly Hills. Ugh. Exactly. I'm tired of that place. Same here. Um, the other exciting thing that happened this week is we had a certified car seat technician person come to the house and show us how to install our car seats. Mm-hmm. That was fun. That was um that was a hoot. It was so hot. It was like the hottest day it had been in months and then it cooled down the next day. I mean it was like ninety. It was like I'm the not even one, that's not even an example. The one hot day. It's not hyperbole, guys. It was ninety. I was sweating everywhere. I actually had a change t-shirts that day because mm. that's how much i was sweating through it trying mm-hmm. to get this uh what do you call it uh car seat in yeah we got two bases in guys bo's uh seat cover is gone is 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 it's uh, he's not uh you know it's not child seat safe or something can you put it in just on the middle seat and the other seat um i don't know i'll take a gander all right. See what's it doing. Okay. Maybe. All right. Maybe. Maybe. You just never know. That's true. It's the problem with these things. Yeah. So, look, it was complicated. Your car. Lots of clicks, lots of clacks. We couldn't, we had to install it with the seatbelt on your car. Mm-hmm. Because you drive a sports car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I feel good that that's done. You know, I think it would have, honestly, I think it would have worked had she not dropped the base thingamajiggy. You know how the the, the base has this the wedge that comes out like yeah. that? I think she put that, just default, she puts that down. Mm. And the problem was the seat was rocking like that, right? Mm. So if I was installing the car seat, again, I'm not certified. I would have put that base down, which would have leveled the thing out mm. perfectly. And it could have been anchored correctly. Hmm. But that's just me. I'm not an expert. I didn't get certified in this. No, you didn't. You could. Yes, I should. New job, car seat installation certification expert. I think you'd be good at it. Oh, boy. Guys, the rumor mills have been turning here. The potential for Matt doing a dad podcast with a dad friend of his is, uh, well, let's just say we're in heavy talks heavy yeah so get ready for a peek behind the window of what my marriage is like while raising a kid oh boy just don't let dory listen um okie dokie so that's that um oh and since last week the rock and play has been recalled dory's uh, the bane of dory's existence the rock and play has been recalled she yelled from the other room about it. I got scared that something had happened. 
It was just, it was just my excitement that the rock and play had been recalled. So there you go. Safe sleep for all. Now it's, it was a voluntary recall, but better than nothing. Yep. And it seems to have, it seems to be raising people's awareness about, um, safe sleep and inclined sleeping. So that's good. Yeah, Dory's a big safe sleeper, as we know. She chooses to safely sleep on her side. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't sleep in a rock and play. No, I would. I'd, del- I'd be delighted to sleep in a <laughs> adult-sized rock and play. <laughs> I could get you one. Thanks. Okay. I don't know where we'd put it. Yeah, me neither. House is almost done. Yeah, house is looking great. You hear that, everybody? It's almost done. Just trying to declutter our lives here, you know? Yep. It's hard when there's a dog that... uh, Needs a dog bed in the living room and the bedroom. He does. (laughs) Although I think if we just doubled up his bed in the... I don't know. Whatever. Oh, I like... It's huge. they're They're big beds. He's a big dog. Yeah, I know, but... It's you. I don't. I mean, that's not. That's not my problem. I know. I don't. I don't really have a problem with the dog bed. Um, but you know, we have these piles. We've talked about the piles a little bit. If you're a Forever Thirty Five listener, maybe this week you'll hear about some pile intentions. Uh, let me just update you before that episode comes out. She has failed at her intention. Just uh, we don't like to talk about failure. Woefully underperformed. Wow. Woefully. Wow. Her intentions were just tossed aside. Wow. For I don't know what. Wow. Grapes. I don't know. Um, so, yeah. You know, I had a big list of stuff to get through. I got through a lot of it. I anchored the television down. Yeah, my my friend was telling me that her daughter's dresser fell, and I was like, oh, shit, we haven't anchored anything. And we have a large television in the living room that i had bought these Honey, straps they for no the television it's our opus the best buy fight of 2018 oh that's right well i had bought these you know earthquake straps for it and we just we had never put them on and i was like oh god we gotta put these on so matt did it um and we are in the process of anchoring the two very large bookshelves and now that that um dresser is uh in place, and seemingly that's where it's going to live. I should, I got to anchor that in too. the nursery. Yeah, because that yeah. has anchors that came with it. And yeah. I just didn't put them in because I didn't know where it was going to actually live. Right. Should we anchor the dresser in the bedroom? I, I, I don't. I don't know. If there's an earthquake and Bo's in his bed, it's going to fall right on Bo. An earthquake for that low a dresser? Yeah. That would have to be an, an, over a seven. Well, they say the big one's coming. The the least of our worries would be the... I mean, it would have to be honestly over an eight. It's such a low center of gravity. Okay. Plus, Bo has that earthquake detection built in to dogs. Oh, yeah, that's right. What do you think he'll do? He'll start barking? He'll probably, like, start whining and get on our bed. Mm. And we'll be like, oh, this is the sign of an earthquake. Right now he's staring at the door. He's got He's got uh, delivery detection. <laughs> Delivery detect came with delivery detection and earthquake detection. Yeah, um, standard. So that's that. Guys, I finally found a frame place that's acceptable. It's been very exciting. He's been framing up a storm. I've been I've been spending some time there. Really friendly with those guys now. 
You show me a mom and pop store, I'll show you a place Matt Meyer hangs out for too long. <laughs> Guys, it's very true. You know, I like to support local business. Business? It's the plural of businesses. <laughs> no, businesses is the plural of business. Well, then pluralize businesses. Oh boy. What if you have multiple sets of businesses? Oh, God, okay. You have Bizni. <laughs> it's pretty simple. Um, yeah. Otherwise, we're just kind of waiting for this baby. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just looking around at a variety of curtain rods that are just hanging out. Well, I was going to install them on uh, above your desk. And then you were like, No. I had the windows open today. Uh-huh. You can still open windows when you have curtains. I've never seen it done. <laughs> I've seen it done a lot. I have blinds, though, guys, so. I know, but it would look nice if the whole room had curtains. But you know what? Look, when you're this not. This is not going to be the hill I'm going to die on. Once you're not pregnant, get up there and do it. I did I did the ones above my desk whilst you, pregnant. You know how heavy this desk is. This is a lot to move. In order to I get wouldn't that have up to there. move it. Oh, well, then I think you should do it. Okay. When you're not pregnant. Okay. I don't want you falling. All right, fine. On the baby. Okay. We haven't secured you to a wall yet. I didn't come with anchors. Well, you should be anchored to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is getting weird. Uh, let's see. I was supposed to go to Vegas this weekend. I did not. Dory was... Such a, such a wonderful wife in that she was like, look, the baby seems to be sticking around. And the baby did stick around throughout the time. So it would have been okay. Yep. And here we are. It's a Sunday, April the something, 13th. 14th. 14th. No baby. You know, day trip tomorrow. Who knows? (laughs) Oh, Ross is there. Greg's gonna figure out if he's free. <laughs> it's like they they they're all mutual enablers. It's really fascinating. I, I like the text chains that are that I have with Greg are funny. And then Ross texted Greg and I yesterday while we were both playing poker. Ask he's like I've checked everywhere in Vegas. I don't see any of either of you. Where the fuck are you? <laughs> You were playing poker at a local casino. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> anyway, that's the update. Dory's great. Uh, I was very thankful that she let me and Greg have uh, some fun last evening. I just spent a lot of time at the house by myself until about 3.40, and then I got stir-crazy. I, 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 right I don't know why I told you all the exact time. It was right around when I came home. Was it really? Yeah, I came home like... Half an hour after. I must that. have texted you, when, you I, when I was leaving. Yeah. Yeah. You said, I'm going stir crazy. I have to leave. The yes. House. <laughs> uh, but I stayed, I think I stayed in the house so long because of traffic. Mm. Like, I'm talking like the Hollywood Park, we're like, if you're, as the crow flies, 11 miles from it, right? Yeah. And almost in a straight, it's not a terrible drive, you know? Yeah. It's down towards the airport. Yeah, it's in Inglewood, isn't it? Yeah, so let's say there's no traffic. It would take probably 22 minutes to get there, if that. Sure. Last, yesterday, during one, at 1.30 in the afternoon, 
It was uh, 53 minutes. What? Yeah. So I was like, this is, that was sort of what kept me in the house for so long. Oh my God. Just a sheer fear of leaving and getting stuck in horrible traffic. down there. I don't know. There were some road closures here and there, some festivals yeah. of light. I don't know. <laughs> well, Coachella's this weekend, but it's in India. <laughs> Coachella's this weekend. Why wasn't traffic better? Traffic should have been better. Yeah. Coachella's great. Like, if you have a bar, a local bar you like, go to, go, go to it during Coachella. It's true. Oh, that's probably why Jeff's car is at his house. He probably did not go down this weekend. Avoided the Palm Springs area. Mm-hmm. That's my update on the neighborhood, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, please leave your Apple podcast reviews or a rating. Rating is great, too. Five stars we prefer, but, you know. Really helps us uh, get more listeners for the podcast that has a questionable time frame. <laughs> <laughs> um, our Facebook group is facebook.com slash group slash excellent adventure. Whatever happens to the podcast, the Facebook group will live on. Just want to make that clear. Yeah. Uh, our website is excellentadventure.com. Mm-hmm. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash excellent adventure. Our Twitter is at excellent pod. And you may email us at dorymatt at gmail or matt and dory at gmail. And our phone number is 413-461-BABY. And we're going to take a short break. BRB. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like, I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item that's right every time you buy their socks tees or underwear you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness to date bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting i mean bombas can make returns easy as well 
I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like you know, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Okay, we're back. Hi, everyone. Thanks for hanging around. Um, Last week, we heard from someone who wanted the egg signal sent out about insurance. Yeah. If you recall. I do. We got some responses. Oh boy, let's hear them. Lynn wrote in to say, I work for the American College of Physicians, a nonprofit association based in Philly. Our medical insurance covers infertility testing and IUI, but not IVF. I actually advocated to them to change this two years ago. Thanks to inspiration from Dory for advocating at BuzzFeed. And within a year, they actually announced a policy that allows up to $15,000 lifetime and reimbursement for fertility procedures slash medications not covered by our medical insurance. Mm. There are some nuances in the policy and a lot of paperwork is required to get reimbursement, but it's a huge improvement and super helpful to get through one round of IVF at most nearby clinics. Um, also, oh, this is very nice. She said... I know everyone says this, but thank you for all you've done to support and foster the infertility community. I can't tell you the amount of times your podcast has made me feel less alone during this four years and counting, quote, journey. Your authentic story has informed me, made me laugh, and helped me cope. I know, I hope you know how much comfort you've brought to so many people by sharing your struggle. Best of luck in the coming weeks. Can't wait to hear about the arrival of your little man, Lynn. Two adults, two cats, 1,600 square feet in New Jersey, right outside of Philly. Oh, Interesting. Um, Lynn, you're welcome. We share our story so that others don't have to. Just kidding. It's so others can feel better and also share their story. It's true. So, thank you. Aaron's got some news. Do you want to read what news Aaron has? Well, look, she paused the podcast. She had to write. Okay? This is, again, about the infertility benefits outside of mm-hmm, the insurance. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm just going to... This is not an ad, but Bank of America... Offers unlimited fertility coverage through insurance, but they also offer reimbursement for family planning expenses up to $20,000 max lifetime. Wow. Wow. That's great. Be of A. Be very of A. That's a old Doug Benson joke. Uh, family planning reimbursement. Here's the email that was sent to uh, sent out. Program provides you flexibility. Choose reimbursement eligible for adoption and or surrogacy expenses, fertility, up to a collective lifetime maximum of 20000 throughout your career at the bank. You can decide which individual benefit or combination that best matches your needs. This program replaces our previous adoption reimbursement maximum of 8000 per year per child adoption. Any reimbursements paid for adoption expenses through the previous adoption reimbursement program do not apply to the new $20,000 maximum. 
I think it's pretty. Then she continues. I think it's pretty awesome to provide these benefits. Uh, they're very fortunate to have unlimited coverage for rounds of IVF. Yes. That's amazing. Uh, I've heard they even provide insurance that includes fertility coverage for part-time employees. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, happy to give B of A a shout-out because they removed an enormous financial burden. That's very nice of them. Yeah. Slash, it's nice to treat your humans like humans. humans. <laughs> Up uh, next, we have something from Flufu. <laughs> A.K.A. Anonymous. Oh, I'm just trying to name the anonymous now. Um, who works for Nordstrom. Oh, the rack? Uh, it just says Nordstrom. <laughs> and while I have better overall coverage Look, through my... great customer service. Always held up to the highest standards whenever you're in a retail training scenario. Thank you, honey. You're welcome. And while I have better overall coverage through my husband's work, I was quite surprised to find that the Nordstrom coverage through Aetna does offer infertility diagnostic services as well as, quote, advanced infertility treatment. Treatment does need to be improved in advance, but it is included in even the basic health plan when using an in-network facility. Hmm. They have a separate adoption assistance program as well. This is just a benefit offered once you've worked at the company for four months. They'll reimburse you up to $2,000 after you submit info on your attempted or successful adoption. Well, there, that, that's lovely. Yeah. Uh, also, you know, that story they always tell, some guy came to return a tire to the Nordstrom that had taken over where a tire place was, and the Nordstrom manager took it back. <laughs> that sounds apocryphal. I agree, but it is uh, shared ad nauseum whenever... You're training in a retail setting. Oh, really? I've had many retail jobs and uh, always heard that story. Hmm. Okay, here we go. This is from Claire, who wrote about a while ago about the uh, sibling registries and catching, uh, she's been catching up on the uh, podcast. She wanted to provide a update on the donor siblings as well as a couple lullaby recommendations. Here we go. We did end up meeting with our daughter's donor siblings, and it was lovely. Uh, the last email, they've had their second baby, a girl who's now three and a half months old. The main sibling registry page didn't have any results for our baby's donor, but it turns out California Cryobank has... They used a different donor for the two kids. Yeah. But we didn't, you didn't say that. You skipped that. Oh, I thought it, um, sort of was implied when I just contextually said that they had another daughter and Mm. that... I don't know. (laughs) I like to make things very clear. Okie dokie. Uh, CCB has its own sibling registry. Uh, looked in and found she already has 11 registered donor siblings. Wow. Wow. Uh, the siblings are spread all over the country, so there's not likely to be a uh, get-together. So I created a Facebook group. Oh. <laughs> wow. That's interesting. Um. Now, Lullaby Times, a uh, big uh, Disney fan checking in over here. This is Claire again. Uh, so, a lot of her lullabies come from Disney movies. She's top three, here we go. Stay awake and feed the birds from Mary Poppins. And you'll be in my heart from Tarzan. The Phil Collins Academy Award winning song. You'll be in my heart. Uh, she attached a picture, uh, and Dory reports. They're very cute. That's true. She literally reported it. I did. In the email. I, I wrote an editor's note. Yep. 1,700 feet in Norwood, Mass. Wow. 
Thank you, Claire. You're very Claire. You're very Claire, Claire. Um, this next email is from Sue. Says, I listened to the podcast while I was on four months of bed rest due to my incompetent cervix. Hmm. Long story short, my cervix was too short and too soft, and baby was going to come out way too early. Oh, that's interesting. So I had to get an emergency stitch in my cervix and lie on my back from 20 weeks to 36 weeks so baby didn't fall out. I get it. You know, babies are always trying to fall out. My doctor never would have discovered this if not for the 20-week anatomy scan and never would have been able to save my baby without surgery and subsequent ultrasound. Some of us need science to conceive. Others of us need science to keep the fetus from being born too early. Most of us need science to get the baby out safely. Hmm. The purpose of my email is really to try and reassure Dory about her fear of a long induction followed by a (laughs) C-section. I was really scared that I would have to get a C-section after a long induction because it happened to two of my friends, but in the end, I had no C-section and everything worked out. I was 41 when I gave birth, so they induced me when I hit 40 weeks. They pumped me full of Pitocin for two days, and the worst part was I had to unhook from multiple things every time I had to pee, which was now about every 10 minutes. After I finally let them break my water, there were a few times they said, if this doesn't get better soon, you're going to have a C-section, but things always got better. Baby worked her way out and was perfectly healthy. Wishing you a healthy and C-section-free birth. So I'm glad that baby stayed put. Me too. (laughs) That would... You know, I bet you would have enjoyed your time uh, from the uh, 20 to 36 weeks uh, even more if you had a sleep number 360 with an adjustable base. Um, So this next voicemail is very sad. Mm -hmm. I just want to preface that by saying that. All right. Sad voicemail. Here we go. Here we go. Hi, Matt and Dory. This is Caroline calling from Portland, Oregon. And um, I'm excited for you and the birth of your baby upcoming. It's been so awesome to listen to your story. Um, And just really excited for you to have that experience. Um, I have um, an egg signal question, something that I've been combing the Internet and resources in Portland and haven't been able to find um, anyone else who might have had a similar experience or might have um, access to resources. Um, my nephew is four and he has a brain tumor um, and was diagnosed two years ago and um, I'm very close with him and um, have been providing support to his family for two years. Things are not going well. Um, he was on a clinical trial for a year most recently and we just found out that that trial was not effective. Um, so things are really hard and, um, sorry. I'm just really looking for social support. Um, but what's really hard is that, um, most support for cancer is for parents, which totally makes sense. Um, they are absolutely having a different experience than I am. Um, but as I've been, starting to say like I'm still a person (laughs) and this is still affecting me Um, and so you know in Portland Oregon it's a very progressive area and you would think that there would be you know many um, many very nuanced resources for things like this but there really aren't Um, and I think it's just due to mental health being so limited so um, or resources for mental health being limited. So I'm just, I was thinking, I was just listening to the podcast where Matt said, you know, the exit will go down, there's always somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought, like, maybe there's 
sorry, I'm like, I'm, I'm really okay. It's just hard to talk about. Um, I just thought, you know, maybe there's another extended family member in my situation. I'm also 38 and I'm single. I don't have my own kids. And I kind of hesitate to even say that because I feel like it paints a picture of who I am that doesn't reflect who I am. Um, I'm really grateful for my life and um, I think I've done a really good job. But I think it does um, lend a specific kind of an angle to the fact that, you know, Mm -hmm. I've been providing so much support to this child and I really love him so much. So anyway, I would just be curious if anyone else has had a similar experience. Thanks so much. Bye. Well, first of all, Thank you for calling. And uh, we're going to be hoping for the best outcome. It's good that you called. Put yourself out there like that. I bet there there probably is somebody out there listening who has a similar uh, situation or has gone through or is going through. So the signal's out there. And... uh, Let's see. I guess you would email us, and then we would bridge the gap. Well, we only... All we have is a voicemail. All we have is a voicemail. So, oh, well... We can read them on the show next week. Yeah, and, well, we could also ask... um, Oh, what was her name? I'm sorry. Caroline. We could ask Caroline to uh, just email us. Yeah. I go, hey, it's me. I had the call about my nephew yeah and uh this is my email address yeah and then hopefully what we can do is sort of uh, bridge the gap yeah, yeah uh, if if i'm sure there are family support systems yeah like a for... like a non-primary caregiver support situation yeah i mean the other thing i would say caroline if you're not in therapy yourself i would i would talk to a therapist about this dory loves talking to therapists as do i honestly and also uh 38 single don't worry about it. Yeah. There but for the grace of God go I. Dory was nearly 38. So I was 38 when we got married. There you go. Um and look, I'll be honest. Sometimes I wish I was 38 and single instead of 35 and waiting on this kid who feels like he's never coming out. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot of stress, honey. I'm just like, you know, sometimes I think about what would I be doing? And then I realize I'd probably be eating cake. Constantly, just constant cake. You ate cake yesterday. I, saw I the sure box. did. So, like, you're no, like... I didn't eat cake yesterday. I ate cake the day before. Mm. So your life isn't. That you were different. in the office when I was eating cake. I was. Yes, I didn't notice. Well, you were busy with your, I don't know, work. <laughs> <laughs> this is the better seat in the office, by the way. Yeah, I know. Just, That's why I gave it to you. Just so you know. Well, you have other benefits. You've got a beautiful natural light situation. So happening. do you. You've got the air conditioning vent right on top of you. That is the worst is thing like in my the world. jam. I'm a little jealous of that. Do you want to switch? Um, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because everything's over here. Right. There's and there's no other real way for the room to be configured with the guitars. Dory just doesn't think fifth dimensionally. What, how else would you configure the room? Well, here's what you could do. You could put one rack right there. You could move this second rack over to there. You could take this desk and face it that way. Or that desk and put it there. And then you take this desk and put it over there. But then you'd be far from your guitars. And you'd have to have this next to you. 
Right. And the piano would have to be thrown out. Right. So, <laughs> I don't know. It <laughs> doesn't seem that Seems great. reasonable. Um, yeah. Okay. So, everyone's got a job. If you are going through a similar situation, you're going to email us. And uh, Caroline's going to email us yeah. as well. And, yeah, Caroline, thank you for calling. Portland. Me. Oregon. Portland, Oregon. She's always uh, saying it not the way I said it as a kid. Oregon Trail. That's what I would call it. And then everyone from Oregon's like, it's Oregon. And I'm like, all right, geez, slow down. Wow. And it's time to hear from Alyssa. Actually, it's time to take a short break. I cannot even fathom that. Yeah. Wow. It's true. Just the breezy time here. Mm -hmm. BRB. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. We're back. Here we are. We did it. Yay. All right. This next email is from Alyssa who writes that she had a pretty mixed reaction when I heard the comment in episode 219 about how Rye encourages parents to dis- disregard milestones and kids will do what they do when they do it. Yeah, I mean, look, it's sort of, that's the real boiled down way to say it, but it's more along the lines of, oh my God, that kid rolled over at three months and my kid is three and a half months and hasn't rolled over yet. I'm freaking out. It's that kind of a thing. Anyway, continue. On the one hand, yes, I think as a culture, we've gotten way too achievement focused about child rearing. And milestones can be one more yardstick parents use to judge themselves harshly and anything we can do to take the pressure off ourselves seems really helpful. However, my emotional reaction to hearing that phrase said to me, when my youngest child stopped hitting some of her milestones and I sought treatment was pretty similar to what you guys expressed feeling when people would tell you miracle pregnancy stories. My daughter had a speech delay. By the time she was two, she had maybe five barely coherent words. Suddenly, everyone wanted to tell me about their kid who didn't speak a word at two, who suddenly started talking on their own. There I was trying to deal with a kid who was so frustrated at not being able to communicate, she would throw hour-long tantrums and had developed an OCD-like rigidity that was her only way to cope. I really didn't want to be told I shouldn't worry or attempt to do anything about it. I was fortunate to have a pediatrician who was really proactive and aware of developmental issues. She recommended an evaluation by the regional center. And after three years of intensive speech therapy, you'd never know my daughter had issues at all. But I met so many other parents in our programs whose pediatricians seemed pretty unaware of and let things slide long enough that they missed out on a lot of the early intervention services available to kids under three. There's good research that early intervention is super effective in treating developmental delays. I firmly believe that without it, my daughter wouldn't have been ready for kindergarten. Mm -hmm. I know everyone meant well. They just didn't want me to worry and stress, but there was also clearly a whiff of stigmatization of therapy mixed in there. Oh, she doesn't need help with something she should grow out of on her own, right? Ugh. So milestones. Don't live and die by them, but don't ignore them. They have their uses. That's very fair. That is valuable. Mm -hmm. And I think also... Um, 
Where I seems right. to be more mobility based. Yeah, they're very they're very into. They love letting kids climb on tiny obstacle courses. Yeah, um, but they also always say defer to like they defer to your pediatrician. Yes, that's very true. Um, so hopefully our new pediatrician will be aware of these things, and if there's something she tells us to that needs to override Rye, we will abide by it. There's an override switch. Yeah, it's pretty easy to hit. <laughs> Um, but thank you for writing in. I'm glad your daughter is doing well. And that is a very valuable perspective you shared with us. All right. We got some, we got some BGs coming. BGs? Birth goals. Oh, yeah. Birth goals. Okay. Here we go. Hi, Dory, Matt, and Bo. I'm calling about um, a couple of different things. So just some quick polls. One, Mary called in and said that someone had recommended calling <clears throat> her birth plan birth goals. I just think that's an excellent reframing. So thank you so much for sharing that. And then in regard to hospital room stuff, um, a couple pointers. One, I always recommend you just make your own list story. Um, Matt, if you want to make your own list or door, if you want to make one you know, together, you know, for your separate bags. And then also, after you make your list, then go over it with your doula because, you know, I just find when I'm making lists, if I have someone else's ideas first, I always forget something that I knew I would have wanted. But because I take their list, I don't always think of it. So recommend that and all those little things that you were saying, Dory, right, the charger, the Bluetooth headphones and their charger, all those little things. Definitely make a list and definitely try to, once you have everything listed out, pack the bag with as many things as you can and then make another list that you put on the bag with the things that aren't in it. You know, like your phone won't already be in the bag. Seems like a silly thing, but, you know, if you're rushing, who knows what you might forget. So make another list for things that you will have to add to your bag after it's mostly packed. The pillow, you know, a robe, comfortable, you know, so you can open it. Um, all great ideas. And then the only other thing I would say is, you know, with the diffuser, I think that's an excellent idea. You know, bring a variety of smells because who knows what you'll enjoy and labor what and what you might not like at certain points. And then, um, you know, maybe bring a fan also because at some point you might get very sick of a smell. So having a, you know, small fan to blow all of that away might be a good idea. Um, or, you know, putting a little bit of the oil on like a wet cloth, like washcloth, that can be a good way to have the smell but not be overpowering. Just some thoughts. And then the last thing I wanted to say was I always like to bring electric candles. And uh, I say that because you cannot have real candles in hospitals. So once you have your list, Double check that there isn't anything on it that your hospital will not allow you to bring in. Some of the things can be surprising. So, you know, just double check that. Anyway, thanks so much for everything. You guys are great. I love listening to, you know, all the comments everyone calls in with. And good luck with everything. You're going to be awesome. Thank you for your vote of confidence. Thank you. Um, I have a real uh, lack of bag packing planning. Or ability. So I'm just going to wing it. I've already actually made those lists that she was talking about. Honey, I have a list you are of, on top of it like nobody's business. I have a list of what I've put in the bag and I have a list of 
stuff that needs to go in the bag, like last minute. I, I realized I was kind of thinking about this, like, as an evacuation, like we were only going to have like five minutes to get out of the house. But I don't think that that's actually going to be the case. Right. You know, like, I think we'll have a little more time to like, get our stuff together. Yeah, but also, like, if we have to, I yes, don't care. Totally. And also, we don't live far from the hospital. No, so. it's not like a long journey. Um, the other suggestion that someone had that I might um, that I might do is they suggested having a separate bag for labor and delivery and postpartum, which I don't think is a bad idea because then you just have your postpartum bag. It's, like, already packed. You don't have to, like, repack and know where everything is and you might have stuff buried in the one bag that is for labor and delivery you know what i mean yes so i might do that actually i get it yeah hmm yeah i mean there's nothing there's also nothing i can't go grab at the beverly center <laughs> right i mean that's the other thing like we are I mean, we're giving birth at cedars which is there's a lot of stuff around. There's like a target a block away. Yeah, it's also. Yeah, I mean, look, it's gonna be. We're gonna be okay. We'll be fine. We hope. You never know. This is the kind of cocky optimism that gets people ruined. Oh boy. Uh. What's next? Meredith wrote us, and said, "Someone gave me this tip before my son was born." I thought you might appreciate it as well. Write out a draft email announcing your baby's birth and BCC it to all the people who you would want to tell but aren't the immediate phone call or text people. Once baby Shafrira is here, you can fill it out with the pertinent details that you feel like including weight, time of birth, photo, etc. If you're feeling superstitious, the draft can be blank, but just sitting down and BCCing all the people you would want to know is a huge help once he's here and you've got your hands full. Congrats on the impending arrival, Meredith thousand square feet with two adults one-year-old ira and a cat in canada canada cat is worth 78 percent of american cats <laughs> uh, um all right i think we need to go to the movie it's, it's never never been done before it's at 235 uh all right okay we'll be back guys we're going to a movie we're gonna let you know how uh the marvelous Captain Marvel is. All right. Talk to you guys in a bit. Bye. Hey guys, we're back. We saw a movie. Can you believe it? Hey, I can't, honestly. What was that the fourth movie we've seen together? Something like that. Uh, in, not, in the theater. We're not kidding, by the way. We don't go to a lot of movies. Um, Mostly because of Matt. I would go to oh, movies. Oh, a thousand percent because of me. I mean, in all honesty, I think since I've been married to you, probably been to the theater like maybe six times mm. <laughs> what sad lives we lead it's a lot guys to get me out of the house to go to a movie but we did it and it seems like sunday matinee is the way to go yeah really just uh easy parking mm -hmm, mm -hmm. not not crowded seeing a movie eight weeks after release that i think that's also the key yeah um we saw captain marvel they know didn't we say that before did we say that i think we did I don't remember well yeah. I cried during the Rocket Man trailer. It's just, you know, powerful, you know. It, it was powerful. I'm excited to see it. I dreamed that movie once. You did? Yes, I did. 
Well, look, an Elton John biopic is, is a great idea. I'm on board. Uh, music biopics, you know, they seem to be pretty formulaic, but, uh, you know, nothing's formulaic about Elton John. Also, it looks like uh, my pal Richard Madden plays his manager. There you go. What's, what's your pal from? Bodyguard. From the, the Game Bodyguard? Of Thrones. Not the Bodyguard. Oh. Bodyguard. That six-part BBC series. Oh, you love a six-part BBC. Look, guys, I love a six-part BBC series. What can um, I say? Here's my review of uh, Captain Marvel. I had a great time. It was an enjoyable picture. I thought uh, Brie Larson was delightful. And um, Samuel Jackson was fun. Also, I promised not to pepper Matt with questions throughout the movie, and I stuck to that. Yeah. And she left, I gotta tell you, she left a very critical... I had to pee so she bad. She left a very critical like thing. I had, I had waited, to, I had waited so long. I had to explain this huge turn in the movie and be like, uh, well, here's what's happening. Uh, that guy and that person and that person, and this is what ha- is happening. Yeah. So, there you go. Alas. What did you think of the movie? Um, I enjoyed it. So did the child in my stomach. Yeah. He did not stop moving the whole he time. He might really be into superhero movies. Yeah. Good for him. There's plenty for him to enjoy when he comes out. It was probably also really loud for him. Yeah. Um, but overall... Uh, overall, I enjoyed it. Excellent adventure recommends. Yep. Go see it. Thumbs up. Dory really loved the soundtrack. I don't know if you guys remember. Oh, my we, goodness. If you were on a Patreon episode, I believe we went through Dory's sort of uh, genres of music and this this sort of hit all the oh boy hit all of it some so. 90s alt rock 90s lady led alt rock which yep. is a genre i enjoy as well it's a great genre really liked the uh female guitarists yeah you know i'm a sucker for a female singer songwriter i know you are that's the that's the matt myra uh, kryptonite i feel like you'd be into justine frischman i bet i would Anyway, all right. Back to the show. Back to the show. What's happening? Well, this next email is from Jared. He says this is a question for Matt's Red Dead Minute. Oh, I'm happy to. I'm happy to have a Red Dead Minute right now. Matt, you mentioned you have played replayed RDR two a few times through now. Five. I have to ask: Is this just running through all the missions, or are you doing every side mission? Every side mission and compendium completion. Look, I don't know if I'll ever wrap the compendium up due to some of the parakeets and parrots that are on Guarma. Um, but look, I restarted it recently. I haven't played through five full times. I've played through three full. No, did I get through two full times? Two full times, one half time, and I'm on my current time. I went back and I was like, let me try to get the Legend of the East Satchel early which is uh it requires a lot of hunting mm. so a lot of times dory comes in here and i'm skinning an animal it's very graphic well look you gotta do it and she, i'm like she's like upset about it but i'm like look i mean i eat you know i eat the food i use the pelt it the nature provides for arthur and me i don't recommend playing this game if you're a vegan or a vegetarian well yeah i mean maybe upsetting i mean you could subsist on um uh Nuts beans, and berries? Beans. Um, sorry, I cut you off. No, go ahead. Well, Jared had more to say. Yes. He said, I have thought about replaying and only using my bow, throwable <laughs> objects, and me- melee, melee weapons. weapons. Uh-huh. 
Well, look, you, I, oh. I, I've been recently using the bow a lot more now that I've perfected my crafting of arrows. And he says, do you have a favorite location on the map? Yeah. I like to treat Arthur Morgan to an occasional bird-watching walk through the Cumberland Forest or Big Valley. I love Cumberland. I really do. Uh, but I'm really into the, the, the West Grizzlies. Okay. Yeah. I like, I like, you know, the occasional angry grizzly bear that comes up to me that I can take mm. out with my uh, improved arrow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, lost another horse yesterday, guys. You go through horses. Duchess. Faster than... You know, it's only... It's, I mean, the, the first, by the way, balls. the first game, the first time I played through, and I had the same, the Morgan that I purchased in the first mission you can purchase a horse, I used that horse for literally the entire time. What keeps your horse alive is just playing the main story. What kills your horse is going after these weird things. Mm. Yeah. All right. The O'Driscolls. The O'Driscolls killed my last horse, guys. Also, Jared was writing in from a one bedroom in Coolidge Corner. Oh, buddy, head that over is to six hundred square feet. Head over to the uh, Anna's Taqueria over there on Harvard Street. I'm sure he does. I know, but just get a super carnitas with everything. You're welcome. All right. Here's a voicemail. Hi, Matt and Dory. This is Katie from Toronto. Uh, I just wanted to call in because I was taking the online test to try and get on Jeopardy on Tuesday night this week. And there was a question about Arthur Morgan and a video game, and I got it right thanks to listening to Matt talk about Red Dead Redemption on your podcast. Uh, so, unfortunately, I didn't do very well overall, but thank you for helping me out with that one question. You okay, love the podcast. Bye. are so welcome. Arthur Morgan should be known by everybody, because yeah. I, I, I not only do I think he's the greatest protagonist in the history of video games, but, you know, I just think in the, in, it may be in all of... Uh, media i mean this is just he uh, this guy honey he's holding up the compendium this arthur morgan here he is just which uh, he has marked with post-its i have plenty of post-its in <laughs> i've here. never seen matt get so invested in a printed book uh i literally have so many post-its it's uh insane oh yeah there he is honey there he is oh what a hunk arthur ready i'll, I'll tell you about a little bit about him from the the life of an outlaw is all he's ever known. Dutch met Arthur when he was 14 years old, a particularly damaged and angry young delinquent who had been on the streets ever since losing his parents at a young age. Arthur became Dutch's first real protege, seemingly a lost cause who, with a little mentoring and structure, transformed into his dedicated, his most dedicated and capable enforcer. He's sharp, cool-headed, and ruthless, but with his own sense of humor. A man who prides himself on getting the job done. Wow. Yeah, I know, honey. It's really That's pretty sexy. It's it's the treat. And this is John, John Marston, who's the protagonist of Red Dead Redemption, the first game. Oh. Yeah. John was my previous favorite video game protagonist, and then Arthur Morgan comes along and usurps. <laughs> He's such a usurper. Anyway. All right. This is from Michelle. She says, adding to the ideas about your podcast, what about a podcast about your marriage, how your marriage changes or doesn't as you tackle parenthood, aging parents, and busy work lives? It also welcomes in a whole new genre of advice seekers and is a way to keep carving out time to talk each week. Best, Michelle. Michelle, nothing's off the table. It's true. I mean, it'd be a rebrand. Yeah. I don't know. what we Did we keep the RSS feed going? I don't think so. You think we would just, well, I mean, we wouldn't remove it. Right. It would live. But I think it would have to be a separate 
I think whatever we do next has to be a separate podcast because like people are going to come try and find, don't you think? I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm overthinking this. I mean, the excellent adventure description could be, um, we had a child through IVF and now we have to deal with that child. But, but I don't want to do a parenting podcast. Oh, uh, this is the story of two people picked to live in a house. Honey, <laughs> I've been meaning to tell you. We're going to stop These being past five years, and start it's getting just real. been an episode of The Real World. Well, that's all right with me. Uh, thank you, Michelle, for that uh, idea. We'll take it yes. into consideration. Michelle, we'll, nothing's off the table. We'll add it to the whiteboard. We don't have a whiteboard. That exists in my brain. We have a calendar. We do. I need to update it. It's a whiteboard calendar that hasn't been updated in a long time. That's not true. Oh. I add stuff to it. You do Oh, I was thinking of the weekly. Oh, that, yeah. We kind of, I mean, it seemed like overkill. It was a little bit overkill, but. Did you find it useful? I don't know. I got to write you that nice note when you sold your book. I know. That was nice. Still there. I can erase the dog training stuff that I never do. Um. We'll talk, you know, we'll, maybe whiteboards could be the topic of our, of our podcast. Matt and Dory's whiteboard adventure. <laughs> Sounds scintillating. Okay. Get your dry erasers ready. This is from Leslie. Matt, if mm-hmm. you want to see a doctor for the tinnitus, mm-hmm. go to the house ear clinic. They are amazing. When I lived in LA, I was a patient of theirs for tinnitus, vertigo, and hearing loss. It ended up being otosclerosis. Hmm. And I had surgery with Dr. Wilkinson. My hearing was restored, but I still have the tinnitus, just not as bad. Hope you get relief. It's good to know that the uh, there's a there's a there's an exit strategy. Yeah, you just have to. I think about it sometimes. Want and it to really, fix it? It really bums me out. I've always said that if I had to choose deaf or blind, I'd choose blind. Mm. Well, you do play music, and I just love music so much. I love listening to it. I mean, I think you should see someone. Yeah. We should add that to our to-do list. Okay. Have baby. See your doctor. <laughs> Get new whiteboard. We did it. Oh, thank God. All right. Okie dokie. Here we man. go. It's Christopher Finnegy. I can see that because it's on okay, the Okay, let's try this again. There we go. Hey, man, Dory's Christopher Finney. Uh, I'm calling back again because uh, now I'm inside and away from the little bastard dogs that tried to attack Sadie in the past. But um, I wanted to pause the podcast and call in because I mentioned you guys mentioning Bo and him trying to chase squirrels, stuff like that. <laughs> uh, it made me think about how, see, you guys the same thing, but the thing that kind of sucks is at my apartment complex, there is an absurd plethora of bunnies. <laughs> oh, my God. So anytime at night we go outside, Sadie bolts out the door so she can try and find some bunnies. And there's at least you know, 10 that we pass on our way, on our, our little walks. In fact, the other night, I had a an instance of almost, uh, I'd say, the bunny was trying to attempt suicide by dog. <laughs> we were walking down the apartment complex, getting towards the last row of apartments, which the on the street, the garages, which is the back of the apartment, chasing, you know, butts up to the street. And we were coming to the last row, and this bunny runs out, and it starts running towards us. Oh my god! And probably about five feet from Sadie, decides to then dive into a you know little garden area. 
And I'm surprised Sadie didn't do anything. But the thing is, he just stood there. After he went in there, he still probably about five, six feet away, just stood there. I'm like, this, this rabbit really wants to die. You know, I, I, was, I was waiting in anticipation for Sadie just to pull me towards it and then have a screaming buddy because Sadie got a hold of it. So, um, and then the next night we had a, a near-miss run-in with a skunk. Yep. Uh, there's a, a black-and-white cat that roams the property, and Sadie saw saw it as we were walking a little bit later. A skunk walked around a corner, and I think she instinctively thought of that cat and tried to go after it. Luckily, I saw it before she did, and, you know, oof, that, that could have been really bad. But, um, but yeah, a real quick question, Matt. You mentioned a for-profit school that is no longer around. Would that happen to be ITT? Because if so, <laughs> I did the same thing, or at least went to, you know, if it's not, I went to a for-profit school that's no longer around. So, you know, it's fun now. I'm looking at going back to school and getting my degree in uh, an actual degree computer science. I had to go and figure out how to get my um, transcripts from a, a school that is no longer around. So that was definitely interesting. But yeah, I wish you guys the best and have a good day. Bye bye, Christopher. Uh, it was not ITT Tech, uh, but I feel your pain. The Art Institute thanks you. AI. Goddamn Art Institute. Are they around anymore? I feel like they were bought like 50 times. Right. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I learned a lot. I mean, I use a lot of what I learned there, and uh, I have used it in my career. Good. Real swath of uh, television production and audio engineering, et cetera. I mean, I use it now. Yeah. you, you like. It sounds like you learned some actual practical skills. I did, apparently. Yeah. So... There you go. You got that going for you. Me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Karen has a quick question. Sure. How is Matt's quitting smoking and dieting going? Karen. I hope it is going well. Me too, Karen. I really hope so. Uh, smoking is going okay. It's been cut down quite, quite, quite a bit. Uh, there is a jewel that I have been using to... Where is it? Uh, supplement. So I would say the smoking is probably down 90% from work times. <laughs> uh, dieting. How's it going? Well, I'm in a weight loss competition. I have to weigh myself every uh, week, send a video of the scale as I step on it. Um, so you'd think it'd be going great, right? Look, I had a cake yesterday. Not a cake, but a slice of cake. But look. I'm in rebound mode right now. Weight is on Tuesday. So far, I have lost every week. I haven't gained yet. So that's, awesome. that's going well, Karen. I don't think one slice of cake should derail you. You cannot possibly understand how delicious cake is. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't derail me. It just makes me cool the jets the rest of that day or i hear you you know yeah speaking of jets uh if you'd like to hear us discuss jets and anything else we feel like benny can, and the jets you could head over to our patreon we don't actually talk about jets benny and the jets might come up uh but uh we do bonus episodes over there it's patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure if you'd like to get a little bit more of us help us uh, raise a kid you could buy a piece of the kid 
and earn, earn the You profits. will own a piece of the kid. Uh, you'll get the back catalog if you sign up today. Uh, thank you to everybody who has signed up recently. Uh, everyone who's at the $5 level or above, guess what? You're getting your name read. If you join this month, you'll get your uh, name read next month. So without further ado, who are we saying thank you to, honey? Liesl. Uh Oh, Aaron Gudge. Allie Moran. Laura Dodge. Rachel Bannon. Michael and Stephanie Yerrier. Alyssa Stokes. Uh, Lauren Luther. Megan Drury. Uh, Kim Mestry. Carly Moore. Lindsay Earls. Kimberly Kim. Andrea McCarroll. Monica Bold. Daphne Powers. Tina Raudio. Amy Giles. Laura Rosenblum. Sarah Swift. Paula. Tanya. Kirchenman. Kirchenman. Kirshenman. Do I always do that? No, I feel like I do that. I feel that. like you usually say her name correctly. Well, now I'm saying it correctly again. Christina Tanya. Turner. Uh, Marie Morgan. Allison Dean. Kimberly Shepard. Angel Rivera III. Katie Tavi. Uh, Brett Jarrett. Or Tavy. Katie Tavy. Katie Tavy. I like it. That rhymes. Uh, Brett Jarrett. That's true. Robert Olson. The Kembles. Mariah C. Adamick. Elizabeth Gerardo. Alan L. Amy Sharon. Andy Pavlik. Greta Truitt. Aurora and Zelda. Tyne Ludwig. Anonymous. Megan Koswitz. Susan Fisher. Kane McCall. CJ. Ashley Meller. Victoria D. Jennifer, uh, Tracy Jury. Jennifer Steele. Melissa March Quinn. Katie Regan. Megan Frank. Uh, Kristen Anderson. Sarah Lewis. QN. Margie Oakley. Rachel Kuzma. SJV. Bruno Macias or Machias or Machias. Abba N. Sarah, Sarah Bury. Catherine Shimmons. Mike, Kim, and Leo. Kelly Zimmerman. Arthur Finney. Aaron Turley. Maude Tremblay. Rachel Downey. Audrey Watson. Nicholas Skidmore. Nicole Ponday. Carolyn N. Mr. Bundy. Chris Dibel. Amanda Johnson. Sarah Reistad Long. Anne Real. Ben, a PhD. Nice. Wendy Nielsen. And Amy. Thank you all so much for supporting the podcast and continuing to join us on this excellent adventure that seems to show no signs of ever ending. Uh, thanks, y'all. We'll update you if anything happens. we got a baby coming. Sure will. All right. Bye. Okay, bye. Baby, let's go.